in the name of Jesus. Rana, lift up your hands as I share prayer. Rana, close your eyes and lift up your hands as I share prayer. Oh, thank you, sweet precious Holy Ghost. Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, as we've lifted up our hands, Father, we say thank you, Lord, that as you search for men, you have found us. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that through the closet family, your name will be exalted as the highest name across the surface of the earth. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, thank you, Father, that great signs and wonders follows the closet family. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and you're preparing men for such a time as this, and that there is an outpouring of the Spirit across the brethren. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Father, for wisdom, and you're preparing our hands for battle. We'll bring glory to your name, Father. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, may the citizens of heaven shout a big fat amen, 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 amen. 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 Oh, make amen. a joyful noise to the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Truly, the Lord is in our midst right now. He's truly in our midst. Really in our midst. Thank you, Ma, for that. That was amazing. Right now, we have our very own man of God, my very own Papa. He will now give us a message from the Lord tonight. You know, something Papa always says is to never let a day go past and let a day go by you that you do not hear from the Lord. Tonight, expect to hear. Expect to hear. Be in a position to receive. The Lord has a message for you today. And by his mercies, he has given us such a great vessel, such a great man of God. And he will be delivering that message today. Please family, get your pens, get your notebooks ready. This kind of knowledge, you don't want to miss this one. This kind of knowledge that is coming tonight, you don't want to miss it. You need this one. 
get your notebooks, get your pens, turn on your videos as well. Interact when he asks you to interact. Any instructions that the man of God gives you tonight, please follow them. Please follow them. So yes, please family, help me welcome our man of God, Jedediah. Thank you, sir. We welcome, welcome you. Sir. Welcome, man of God. Welcome, sir. Oh, glory to our Lord Jesus Christ. Lift up your hands wherever you are right now. And can the sound go really down? Really, really down. Wherever you are right now, lift up your hands unto the Father. Lift up your hands to Him. Lift up your hands to Him. Now, very now. Lift up your hands to the Lord. We sing praises to your name. Oh, Lord, I just want to teach you this song, right? And as we sing and minister this song, I want you to minister the song unto the Father. I want you to, from the bottom of your hearts, pour out your hearts unto our Lord. I hope everybody is with me, and I hope everybody can hear me very well. Turn, yes, on, please your please Turn on your video if you can. Um, Get your notebook, get your pens ready. But just before that, this is a song. It goes like this. I sing praises to your name. Oh, Lord, praises to your name. Oh, Lord, for your name is great and greatly to be praised. Then we come again. Precious Jesus. I sing praises <laughs> to your name. Amazing. Okay, let, let's let, join me. Join me. Let's all minister this song to our precious Jesus. Okay, one. Unmute yourself. Come on, unmute yourself. One, two. Let's go. I sing, I sing praises to your name. Oh, oh. oh Lord. Praise Jesus,ーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーーー
And the sound can now go up. Yeah, you can end the screen. Share. So, so good to see each and every one of you. So, 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 so good to see each and every one of you. Right now, I want you to pray this prayer. You know, some time ago, David prayed a prayer that's. Daniel, I miss you. I miss you. I have a chat with you, okay? I miss you so much. You know, some time ago, David prayed a prayer. In the book of Psalms, chapter number 69, he says, Open my eyes that I may behold the wondrous things in your word. He says, Open my eyes that I may behold the wondrous things in your word. And in this season, in this moment, there is nothing more, and there is nothing more gorgeous, more beautiful, more ever making sense than the word. And with your hands lifted up right now, I want you to also make that petition to heaven. With your hands lifted up right now, I want you to begin to make that petition to heaven. That Lord, open my eyes, that I may behold the wondrous things in your word. Lift your voice and pray. Open thou at my eyes, O Lord. Open my eyes, that I may behold the wondrous things in your word. Open my eyes. Amen. Close your eyes, let's pray. My sweet father, thank you. My boss, thank you. And tonight, thank you that your word is blessed. We are transformed, conformed into the same image of your son. Thank you that out of your word testimony spring forth. We are not the same again from tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Someone shout Amen. glory. 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 
Amazing. So get your notebooks, get your pens. I want to say a few things that we go down to business. We go down to the main door. You feel me? Okay. So oh thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Um this amount of productivity, you know. And at the introduction of every the Lord, the Lord gave me this instruction. At the introduction of every theme of the month. And the introduction is going to be an evangelical-like message. But tonight, the Lord, um, you know, was sharing this thought with me, and I want to share it with you. Then we accelerate from there, okay? Then we accelerate from there. Kelly, so good to see you. How are you? So, so Kelly can't hear me, right? Kelly, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, please, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. All right. But then, I want to say this. Just as the word of God is, you know, being shared with us, if you have any addition, if you have something to say, say it in your notebook. Are you with me? Hey, if you have something to say, say it in your notebook. So something striking, the Lord reveals something to you, even as the word of God is being shared. Hey, write it on your notebook. <laughs> That's where you know you can cross-reference so you don't forget what you want to say. Yeah. First of all, I want to ask a question. I want to start with a question today. And I, I want answers. Actually, I do. I want answers. What does it mean? Can you hear me? Yes, please. Yes, please, sir. Amazing. What does it mean to be born again? I think that's the best place to start. Right. What does it mean to be born again? Sabrina, what do you think? What does it mean to be born again? What do you think? What do you think the word of God says? What does it mean? Um, what you say is to go from death to life. Death to I love that statement. Death to life. Amazing. Amazing. Good. Good. Yes. Thank you, sir. Esther, what does it mean to be born again? Yes, please, sir. Does it mean to be given a new life and like to be born again by the Holy Spirit, please, sir? Given a new life and being born again by the Holy Spirit. Amazing. Amazing. I've not had a bad answer yet. I've not had a bad answer yet. Nak, Nak, can you hear me? Oh man, the spirit of boldness is um, overwrapping you. You see, the spirit of boldness is overwrapping you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Angela, tell me, what do you think? What does it mean to be born again? What does it mean to be born again? I'm asking a question. You, I'm asking a question. What does it mean to be born again? Uh huh. Share with me. What do you think? That living a new life and being transformed in your whole being. Living a new life and being transformed in your whole being. Amazing. 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 Okay. So let's let's see what the word of God actually says. So I want you, if you're writing notes, right? Which I recommend you should. Actually, I do. So 
ask yourself that question in your notebook what does it mean to be born again because jesus made that statement when he was talking to nicodemus in the book of john chapter 3 which i recommend you should read after you should you know go and study the book of john chapter 3. jesus was having a conversation with this guy and jesus told him except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of god and jesus said except a man is born of the spirit and of water he cannot enter the kingdom so being born again is is not just a normal word is a word jesus actually used it's a word jesus actually used but what does it mean what does it actually mean what is the meaning of being born again let's look into the scriptures and see what it means to be actually born again you see so first of all let's go to ephesians chapter 2 let's start from verse 4 let's put it in proper context ephesians chapter 2 and i think one of the sisters gave this answer but let's see it from the light of god's word ephesians 2 verse 4 i know there's an amount of productivity but i'm saying all this to come and say something you see Okay, so bear with me. Let's go. Ephesians 2. Let's start from verse 4. It says, But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy. So one of the attributes of God being introduced to us is here is to receive because of number one, great love, not normal love. So when you are talking that, or when you are making a statement that Jesus loves me, make it with a bold declaration. Are you with me? Are you with me? Be, don't just believe. Say it. Say it out loud. Declare it. He says, because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy. What has he done? Share the screen again. Let's look at something there. What has he done? Uh-huh. is made mercy made us alive with christ even when we were dead in transgressions even when we were dead in transgressions it is by grace you have been saved and god raised up with christ raised us up with christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms in christ jesus so the the the, the emphasis here is in the verse 5 made us alive with christ even when we were dead in the scripture I shared this with you, I think, during the resurrection service, and I told you, to say you are born again, it means that, number one, you were dead. And you've been brought into life. So, understand this. A man, what does it mean to be dead? To be dead means, in as much as you are alive to humans, to God, you are not alive. You begin to now come alive to God, you, you begin to start living according to the mind of God the very day you accepted the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So, so many people are actually thinking that it is their good works, it is what they are doing that will get them to heaven. But, my brother, my sister, it is by grace you have been saved, not by your works. It's not anything you have done or anything you could do. God, who greatly loved you who is rich in mercy, sacrificed Jesus 
to die on that tree because of you. So you are saved by what, Je- by what Jesus did, not by what you can do. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? So to say you are saved, to say you are born again, number one, it is that you were dead, but then you have been brought up. You have been made alive. You have not been made alive. So Paul puts it this way in um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Don't share the screen. He says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creator, a new creation. <laughs> Do you understand what that means? Do you understand what that means? <laughs> okay. You are not a human being. A new creation is this. Before you gave or accepted the Lordship of Jesus Christ, you were a human being. A new creation is this. It's a creation that has not been seen before. <laughs> Did you get what I just said? No. Did you get what I just said? This is what a new creation means. A new creation is that it is a being that has not been seen before. It's a new creation of God. Not so human beings is part of the seven days of God's creation. So you go back to Genesis chapter one, the seven days of God's creation. So in the first day, God created the heavens and the earth. Uh-huh. The second day, God said, God said, let there be light and there was light. Da, 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 da. So the seven creation, you are no more part of that seven creation. You are in a different reign. You are a different creator. So to say you are born again, you have passed on from that seven days creation into a newness of life. And that life is hidden in Christ. So if any man be in Christ, we are a new creature, a different being. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. This is what you are going to do. You are going to listen to this message again. Okay. You are going to listen to it again. Okay. All of you are going to listen to it again. So, to say you are born again, number one, it is that you were dead and you have been made alive, being God who is rich in mercy. He has brought you alive. You are a different creature. So, the seven days of God's creation, you are no more part. There is another creation. You see, when you read the book of Genesis, oh, one day God showed me this. Recently, God showed me this. I was so amazed. On the seventh day, God rested. God did not finish. The Bible never said God finished creation on the seventh day. It said God rested from all what he has done. Come on now. Are you with me? On the seventh day, God did not finish creation. He rested from all what he has done. Do you know the day God finished creation? Who wants to try? No one. So when Jesus was on the cross, the last statement he said, it is finished. That was when God's creation was done. That was when the church of Jesus Christ was born. Are you with me? So when Jesus said it is finished, that was when creation was done. Not on the seventh day. So on the seventh day, God rested. God did not finish. But when Jesus died and said it is finished, that was when creation started. That was when creation was finished. You are a different creature. You are not a human being. He says, if any man be in Christ, he is. He is. He is a new creature. (laughs) You don't have a past. He says, behold, like see, all things have become new. You don't have any past. 
Are you with me? So the day you accepted the Lordship of Jesus Christ, you don't have any record of wrong. You are a different creator. You are something new. Do you know it is recently, even recent, I think up to last month, scientists discovered a new animal they have never seen before. I think it's in Africa or some, somewhere in Africa. And they said that it is part of the, I think, hyena tribe or something. But, but that was the first time that animal has been seen. The day you accepted the Lordship of Jesus Christ was the first time your kind appeared. Oh... Oh, you are not, you are not. Yay, Mafa, Vizovres, Kepelebe. Understanding has been granted unto us. If I saw press and the sort of the breast. You are going to listen to this again. You are going to listen to this again. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. So, what does it mean to be born again? It's not that you are now trying to change. No, 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 no. It goes beyond that. To say I am born again, it means I am I was dead and I am now alive. I am a new creature. Number one, I am a new creature. And this new creature, I have in me eternal life. I don't want to spend my time on that. But I'll write the scripture down and read it later. First John chapter 5. This is the number 12. Read it. Make sure you study um the book of First John here so that we can go on. So, number two, what does it mean to be born again? Number two. Oh. Oh, yesterday when I was when I was meditating and I was preparing for service um tonight the Lord showed me the scripture I've read it but I saw it in a different light oh you know God, God is so good God is so good listen as a young person whatever you would ever go through is not a surprise to God it, it is not that is the reason why I'm sharing with you this thought to get your foundation strong that you will never be shaken. Lift up your hands and say, I will never be shaken. No, no, I will never be shaken. I will never be shaken. Regardless what comes your way, never be shaken. Never be moved. Jesus Christ said, I have shared these things with you that in me you will have peace. Repeat after me, I have peace. Oh yes, there is peace in my heart. Peace in my, in my life. Jesus reigns in my life. Jesus rules. <laughs> Man said to the Messiah. Colossians chapter 1. So what does it mean to be born again? I told you, number one, it means that you have passed on from death to life. Number two, let's go to Colossians chapter 1. Let's look at something there. Colossians chapter 1, the book of Colossians. Chapter 1, verse number 12. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You love this. Trust me, you love this. You love this. You would. God is good. He says, and giving joyful thanks to the father giving joyful thanks you remember i talked to you during the our thanksgiving service that thanksgiving is loud junior focus junior focus remember i taught you during the thanksgiving service i said thanksgiving is loud let's look at the verse 12 it says and giving joyful thanks to the father joyful thanks Joy, you wake up in the morning. End the screenshot. Let me show you this. You wake up in the morning. You are feeling some type of way. You you get up from your bed and you begin to rejoice. You shout and say, Thank you, Jesus. He said, giving joyful things. You have to do it. You refuse to depress. You refuse to be depressed. Listen, let me tell you this. I am always joyful. <laughs> I am always joyful. And this is not a statement of faith. This is my life. 
I am always joyful. Regardless how good or how bad it looks like, I'm always joyful. Repeat after me, I'm always joyful. I'm always joyful. I am full of life. I am full of life. I am full of life. I'm always joyful. He says, giving joyful thanks to the Father. You wake up in the morning. It looks like today doesn't look good. Hey, 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 hey. You stand somewhere. You say, thank you, my Father. You rejoice there. Make sure you celebrate God there. Giving joyful things. You see, let, let's look into context. The person who was writing the scripture, who is Apostle Paul, he was in prison when he was telling them to be joyful. How can someone who has been imprisoned or imprisoned tell you to be joyful? That means there is a mystery in joyfulness. Oh, man of God, I've been feeling depressed. You know, how to pay my bills? No, 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 no. Refuse it. Refuse it. How do you fight depression? You fight depression with joy. You fight anxiety with joy. So from today, if you are going to be anxious, if anxiety is going to come in or creep into your heart, you stand up from where you are. You begin to dance and celebrate God. And as you are dancing, you make a declaration, anxiety, my place is not does not belong to you. You begin to rejoice. You begin to celebrate Jesus. I refuse to be anxious for anything. I wasn't actually going that way. Let's go back again. Okay, let's go back. Colossians chapter 1, verse number 12. What does it mean to be born again? Let's look at something there. KJV. KJV translation would be best for this one. KJV. Let's look at KJV. King James Version. King James Version. So verse 12, it says, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet <laughs> to be partakers of an inheritance of the same. Verse 13, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Number two, end the screen share. To say you are born again, number two, write this down. It says, it means to be translated into a kingdom. He says, God, giving joyful thanks to the Father who has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and has translated us. We have been translated into a different place. So the goal of every Christian is not to get to heaven. Heaven is the goal. Purity, heaven is the goal. Heaven is the goal. That, that's 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 a display of ignorance of God's word. Junior, what did I say? Junior, I'm on Junior. What did I say? That's a display of ignorance on God's word, sir. It's, it's a pure display. Heaven is not the goal because the day you accepted the lost trip of Jesus Christ, this will happen. You have been translated into the kingdom. You are not now coming to try to get to the kingdom. No. You have been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Kelly, what did I say? You have been translated into the kingdom of <laughs> dear son. <laughs> Dude, I'm preaching with all of us. I'm ministering God's word with all of us. So to say you are born again is an act of translation. God has translated me. 
So the economic system of this world do not affect me. What did I say? The economic system of this world does not affect me. So if there is famine anywhere, I will be like Joseph. I will have in I will have plenty in abundance. If if you see if if there is there is there is plague anywhere, <laughs> the Israelites will be preserved. Why? Because we have been translated into the kingdom of His dear Son. Speaking tongues, Speaking tongues. So to say you are born again. Number one, you have been made alive. You have been brought into life into Christ. That is in Christ. You have been brought to life. Number two, you have been translated into a kingdom of his dear son. You have been translated. So we function from that kingdom. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? I function from that kingdom. I am not affected by the systems of this world. I'm not affected by the economic um, procedure of this world. I live above the systems of this world i have i am a citizen of my father and i refuse to be affected i refuse it i refuse it a ten thousand times i refuse to be sick in the name of jesus christ whatever affects the world cannot affect me why i do not function from here i am going to show you by the inspiration of the holy spirit how to go about this oh thank you sweet holy spirit thank you so it's an act of translation into a kingdom. What's the theme for this month again? Productivity. It's a month of productivity. The word productivity is two words joined together. Product and activity. I said the word productivity is two words joined together. Product and activity. So the usefulness of the product is based on the activity it does are you with me so you are going to the supermarket if you don't eat eggs you would definitely not buy eggs but if you are someone like me who like the chicken you know the beef you know the you know all those meat you are going to buy what is going to be useful to you? I want us to read a very popular text that everybody is aware of. But just before we read that text, let me show you this. It says we have been translated into a kingdom. A kingdom. So let's let's start from there. What is a kingdom? Who wants to try? What is a kingdom? Who wants to try? Come on, guys. Come on. Yeah, you know, you guys, you, you are full of excellence and the spirit of wisdom dwells on you. What's the kingdom? Who wants to try? Two seconds. Who wants to try? Yes, and what is the kingdom? Uh, it's like a territory. It belongs to a, a king or like a queen or some authority, but a territory, please. Amazing. So a kingdom is a territory that belongs to a king. Amazing. Amazing. That's a good one. That's a good one. But I want you to also write this down. Kingdom is two words joined together. <laughs> the first word is king. The second one is dominion or domain. So it is the domain or dominion of a king. So Jesus Christ, our king of kings, 
you have been brought up into the his kingdom you have been translated into the kingdom of who our king write this down first of all a kingdom has a way of life so every kingdom have this significance and i want you to write this down number one a way of life you see the lord is raising up great businessmen i actually saw men so my girls i love you but hey you can claim it for yourself now it's a prophecy claim it god is raising up a businessman there is someone here the lord is going to start inspiring you with business thoughts business it may look huge but begin to study about it begin to study about it it looks so huge but begin to study about it i didn't say begin to go and start begin to study about it okay so now i said every kingdom has number one a way of life or precepts number two every kingdom has a plan and a purpose so you can't be the queen of uk and you know try and act <laughs> you know any way or anyhow no there is a plan she follows there is a procedure or proce procedure that she goes by so every kingdom has a plan and a purpose number three every kingdom has patterns to which things are done it has order to which things are done it has ordinances to which things are done every kingdom and today i'm going to share with you by the inspiration of the holy spirit oh thank you sweet jesus one of the most amazing one of the most amazing ordinance or the one of the most amazing patterns in the kingdom of our father and by these thoughts by this word that is being shared unto you the precious holy spirit is going to help your life is going to inspire your decisions is going to help you make the right choices is going to allow you to affect your generation with this word are you with me are you with me you see it was spoken about daniel that the spirit of god of the holy ghost that was what they saw the spirit of the holy ghost dwell upon him and the spirit of excellence was in him i have the spirit of excellence say that to yourself i have the spirit of excellence so i excel in all i do no amount of prayers listen can replace what god actually wants you to know if you don't know what god wants you to know you can't pray to know so you have to listen to know you have to learn to know okay good so i said number one every kingdom has number one a way of life slash precepts number two every kingdom has a plan and a purpose number three every kingdom has patterns slash order or ordinances number four every kingdom has a pursuit every kingdom so number four number four every kingdom has a pursuit you see when we look into the old testament when we see the reign of kingdoms one thing that they were good at was possessing other lands right it was the pursuit of that kingdom possessing other land so Queen Elizabeth can sit in UK, but still rule Australia from UK, which is more than about 20 hours flight. She doesn't have to take that 20 hours. She just has to make a statement. 
Do you all know that when the queen is speaking in English and she makes a mistake, the mistake of the queen is a new language or is a new word that has to be in the dictionary? Who is that word? Oh. Oh, who is that word? So you guys know, oh, come on now. Then today you know something, okay? You are in the UK. Oh, Gloria knows. Amazing. So when the queen, when the queen is Emily too knows. Amazing. So when she's speaking English and she makes a mistake, the mistake of the queen is not a mistake, it's newness. What am I trying to tell you? I'm trying to tell you that God has a plan. And everything that happens that looks like a mistake to you is newness to God. That is the reason why Paul the Apostle said, all things work together for our good. So it may look like it is a mistake to you, but to God is something new. Are you with me? Are you with me? So my life is not dependent on the mistake of others. My life is dependent on quote, on quote and unquote, the mistake of God. The mistake of God is my newness. Because we are in his kingdom. So what looks like God's mistake it's never a mistake. It's something new. Hey, I don't know whether to continue on or to end here. Continue, please. Speaking tongues. Speaking tongues. Master of rescue, power of us. Master of rescue, power of us. Master of rescue, one of the many things God told me, uh, I went away to be with the Lord for the past few days. One of the many things the Lord Jesus told me. <laughs> this generation has seen nothing yet. We come in the name of the Lord Jesus in the fullness of his glory in the fullness of his power, in the fullness of his presence, in the fullness of his manifested word. They are joking. <laughs> Who gave you the scripts? <laughs> I will affect my generation. I thought you are saying that to yourself. I will affect my generation. The Holy Ghost in me will direct me to affect my generation. You see, there is room for everyone at the top. <laughs> there is room for everyone at the top. So you can be Daniel. There will still be Shadrach, Mizak. At the same era you are in, there was, there was, because you call on the name of God, and we also call on the name of God, we, will all, all, we all would be scripted. We all will be scripted. You see, who would have thought? Think about this. I like where the Holy Ghost is taking us. Thank you. Who would have thought? There was a prophetess in the Bible. Her name was Prophetess Anna. All what she was doing was that she was praying that Jesus Christ would come. And there was another prophet called Simeon. All what he was also doing was that he was also praying that Jesus Christ would come. These two people's names were scripted in the Bible. But I want to ask a question. Who knew that they were praying that Jesus would come? Nobody knows. But because God has room for everyone at the top, regardless what you are doing, you will be scripted. 
So as, as Joseph, it may look like you have been sold, but you will make your mark. You will make your mark. You will make your mark forever. You will make your mark. Somebody said, I'll make my mark. I'll make a mark. I will make definitely make a mark. I've always known this. It's in me. And you know, I've known it by the Holy Spirit. But I want you to also know this. It must be from you. Not because someone inspired you. You heard Steve Harvey say something and you were inspired. No, no, no. Let it be from you. Listen to me. Let it be from you. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands to the heaven. Say, I'll make my mark. I'll make my mark. By the help of the Holy Spirit, I'll make my mark. Me, Vasiro, even if you live 33 years as Jesus, three years you make your mark. Never look at the struggles of today to determine the outcome of tomorrow. No, let the outcome of tomorrow be from you, not from outside. What did I say? Let the outcome of tomorrow be from you, not outside. Hey, 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 Sabasumi. You will make an imprint in this generation for Jesus. You, you will make an imprint in this generation. You would, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Let me show you this. Learn how to respond. So as I make a statement like that, you take it and you respond it. The Bible says we should war with prophecies. I will make an imprint. I will make an imprint. Make that statement. I will make an imprint. Let me not diverge from my message. Let me not. Let's go back. Let's go back. I nearly closed my notes, but let's go back. Because what I want to actually say, I haven't gotten there. So in the kingdom, there is a way of life. There is a precept. Number two, there is a plan and purpose. Number three, there are patterns to which things are done. I want to say something and I want you to tell me what you think. I have a friend, right? I have a friend. And this friend sits in a car and begins to drive. Where do you think she is going? Who wants to try? Who wants to tell me where you think she's going? Malice, yes. Thank you, sir. To their destination, please, one of God. <laughs> to their destination. Okay. Who else to also try? I said I have a friend. This friend sits in a car and she is driving. Where do you think she is going? Who wants to try? <laughs> Who wants to try? Come on, let me see your hand. Oh, no one. She's going nowhere. And that is the life of so many people who actually claims to be Christians. The reason why some people spend almost so many of their lifetime wasted. They have wasted their lifetime. And I'm saying this without, you know, without, you know, putting any suit with it. So many people. It could be my mom. No, not my mom. It could be some moms. It could be some dads. They have wasted their life. Why? Because they sat in the car, not knowing the destination, but they were driving. Regardless how much I teach you, I teach you how to be productive. 
if you don't know where you are going, you can be productive in the wrong manner. You end up nowhere. <laughs> oh, speaking tongues. Hey, 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 hey. The word of God is shut up in my bones like fire. Hey, in Jesus' name. So, regardless, if you don't know where you are going and you sit in the car and you begin to drive, you end up nowhere. No, I want to ask a question and be sincere with yourself. Who has seen a Christian? This person has been a Christian all his life or heard a statement like, oh, I know this person he has been a Christian all his life, but his life never seems to move on. Who has seen a, such a person before? Who, who has heard such a person? Do you know why? Because they sat in a car, not knowing their destination, but they began to move. And as a young person, the Lord inspired this on my heart. And as I'm sharing this with you, you know your destination so that when you sit in a car, you get there. Oh, I didn't hear you say amen. When you sit in a car, you get there. No, you, 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 you get there. Amen. 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 When you sit in that car, you get there. What car are we talking about? So now let, let me take my time now. Oh, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. I love you, Lord. So you see, is this. This is a secret, right? This is a secret. The secret is that God is God-centered. <laughs> that's the secret God is God centered God is God quote on unquote thinkable all what God thinks about is himself all what God looks about is himself so if or when you accept the lordship of Jesus Christ and your plan for your life your plan for your life it's not in alignment with God. Because he is God-centered, you sit in the car and end up nowhere. That is the reason why you have to understand. It is a kingdom. A kingdom is all about the king. When you come to the UK, when the queen says today is a holiday, regardless who you think you are, you stay home. It's a holiday. Regardless who you think you are, you stay home. If you like, go outside. If you like, you see. So for those of us, for those of you who, who is from Ghana, those of you from Ghana, me, I'm not from Ghana, but for those of you who is from Ghana, and Kumasi, if Otunfo says today is a holiday, if you're a man like Otunfo, get out, you see. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You see. <laughs> so this is what I'm trying to say. In a kingdom, it's all about the king. But where do I play a role in this? He says, I know the plans I have for you. So instead of you to have your plans, why not get to his own? I'm getting ahead of myself. Matthew chapter 6. One of my favorite scriptures. I saw this scripture when I think, I, when I was in class 5. That's like, I was 10 years. I'll not tell you so that you calculate my age. <laughs> I said I was 10 years. So if you think you can calculate my age from that, blessed be God. I love you. Okay, let me let me end with this because of the time. Let me end with this. Oh, let me end with this. Matthew chapter 
6. Let's go. Matthew chapter 6. Verse 33. Verse 33. But seek first. Uh-huh. <laughs> but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Let me take my time. And let's, let's all read it together. So mute yourself. You can mute yourself. One, two. Let's go. Uh-huh. But seek, but seek first his kingdom It's okay. Don't continue. Don't continue. Don't continue. But seek first. Not your plans. End the screen here. End the screen here. Not your plans. Not your will. His. <laughs> Oh, I wonder so many people why they are frustrated Christians. But if you are here, if you have ever been frustrated, this is the end of it because of what I'm sharing with you. So many people, they think, ah, God, have I not served you enough? God, have I not done enough? But one thing they did not see is this. Seek first his kingdom, not your plans, not your pursuits. Not what you want to do. Not what you want to become. Seek first. So, I told you, God is God-centered. So, the day you, you gave your life to Jesus, this is what happened. You stop living for yourself. You start living for him. What did I say? You stop living for yourself and start living for him. So, it is a substitution. <laughs> substitution of self to his. So seek ye first his kingdom. I'm about to show you. Oh, sweet, precious Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit showed me this. And I, by the I know he's going to help us. And I'll show you what, what does it mean to seek first his kingdom. His kingdom. I told you what a kingdom is. Number one, a kingdom is a way of life. So to seek first his kingdom, that is when you come to Christ, you seek first the way of living in the kingdom. Because the kingdom is all about him. Did you get what I said? Oh, 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 my very kete. Speaking tongues. Speaking tongues. Speaking tongues. Master Katawa. Speaking tongues. So I told you that a kingdom has a way of life, has a plan, has a pursuit, has patterns and all of that. What I'm trying to tell you, or what um, Jesus said in Genesis chapter 6 is that, but seek first his kingdom that is what is the way of living here what is the patterns of how things is done here so you get a boyfriend you are in a relationship you get a girlfriend how is it done in the kingdom how do we go about it in the kingdom what is the patterns how is it done in the kingdom? So seek ye first his kingdom. So in my life, his kingdom is not my priority. His kingdom is my life. You know, some Christians say, you know, oh, his kingdom is my priority. No, God does not want it to be your priority. He wants it to be your life. When you meet someone from the UK, the way they are proud of how they are from the UK. Oh, come on, who bears witness with me like this? 
But when you meet someone from Ghana, Nigeria, they don't want to, to even tell you they are from Nigeria to begin with, or they are from Ghana to begin with. You know, but some of them, not all of them, actually. <laughs> so here is it. This is what I'm trying to say. In his kingdom, how is it done? What is the way? What is the pattern? What is the laid down formula of how I should go about it? Money comes to you. Immediately money comes to you. What you are thinking about is wig. What you are thinking about is shoes. What you are thinking about is new makeups, new clothes. Don't waste your life on these things. He says, when you seek how it is done in the kingdom, the rest, all these things shall be what? Shall be what? Shall be what? Shall be what? Added unto you. So you hear someone say, don't pay your tithe. You know, tithe is not biblical. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me start from this. Seek ye first. The way I've gotten ahead of myself. Eh? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay. Thank you. I love you. You see, take your time. I'll come to the tithe issue. Okay. I'll come to the tithe issue. Seek ye first his kingdom. So, what does it mean to seek his kingdom? How is it done in the kingdom? How is it done in the kingdom? And remember, I said the kingdom is all about the king. So what does the king wants to be done? What does the king wants done? What does the king want to see? What does he want to see? What does the king want to see? So in my life, it's about his kingdom. How is it done? What is the patterns? What is the way of life? You can't be from the um, royal house or the the, the queen's house and live anyhow right right even their marriages are restricted some of them prince whatever i don't mention any name but you know who i'm talking about it's restricted right why because in the kingdom there is a pattern of how it is done so as a believer you can't even marry an unbeliever it is a, a, you can't date an unbeliever no that should be a no for you that should be because that's not how it is done in the kingdom Remember, your life is regulated by the kingdom, not what you want to do. So if you are here, you are in any relationship, and your partner is not, first of all, a believer. My brother, my sister, you are you are directly fighting the kingdom. The kingdom you are... No, because I told you, I told you, I told you, hold on now. In that kingdom, it's about the king. And what the king wants to see. So the king does not want to see... Oh, say, I'm trying to date her so that I bring her to... Hey! Hey! Senior brother. You are trying to date her so you can bring her into Christ. Oh, say, I'm dating him because he's a nice guy. You see, one thing I will stop doing from today, and I'm saying this from today, you see, I'm saying this from today. From today, I, I will stop talking about people's relationships, and especially girls. I've stopped... From today, I've stopped talking about girls. When girls enter relationship and they come and ask me, say, what do you think? Mm, I don't think anything. I can't think this time. So please come back later. No, because girls are... <laughs> no, no, I'll not say this, but let's go on. So in the kingdom, it's about the king. What does the king wants to see done? What is the way that I should go about it? It's about the kingdom. It's all about his kingdom. And I will build my church. You cannot build God's church. I will build my church. And the gate of hell shall not prevail. It's about his. What he wants to see. And what, how he wants to do it. 
So in my life, what do I do? In my life, how do I go about it? That same scripture, let me show you something that I went ahead. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. That same scripture, Matthew 6, 33. Look at something there. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you so much. Look at something there. Speaking in tongues. Look at something there. Matthew 6, verse 33. This will be our last scripture. Then we will continue next week. It says, But seek ye, seek first. But seek first. First. And the screen share. First. So in that kingdom, it's about the first. In the kingdom, it's about the first. Listen. Why the first? The first will determine the end of the rest. I said the first will determine the end of the rest. First. First. So you wake up in the morning. First thing you do will determine how your day will go. So many people have bad days. Because they wake up to their phones. Never let that be your life. Are you with me? Are you with me? From today, refuse it. From today, stop it. Put in a strategic system and patterns in your life that when you wake up, first, basic first, first, first. What you do with the first will determine how the rest will end. So your day, the first thing you do, who do you speak to first in the morning? You see, oh, and I've told you, I've told you this, I've told you, you can't start a day without God and expect to go with God. No, God is God-centered. So when you start first with him, definitely you will end last with him. I don't have a bad day. There is nothing like that in my books. Nothing of that sort in my books. Nothing. Nothing of that sort. Why? First. The first person I speak to when I wake up. The first five minutes of my day. The first 10 minutes of my day. The first 15 minutes of my day. What do I do with it? No. First. First. What do you do? And this is where I want to talk about money. First, you know, let me, first of all, let me show you this. God is a God of the first. He gave us his first one. He told Abraham to give him his first son. You might say that, oh, Ishmael was the first son. But according to God, that's the reason why he specified whom thou lovest, whom you love. So first, God is a God of the first. Let me show you something. Go to Exodus chapter 13. Let's go there. Exodus 13. Exodus 13. Let me show you something. The verse 1. Exodus 13, verse 1 to 2. Let's look at something there. He's the God of the first. But let me show you from the scripture. Then the Lord said to Moses, Consecrate to me every what? Firstborn male. The first offspring of every room. First. End the screenshot. End the screenshot. So God is a God of what? The first. And that's why I want to talk to you about fights. You see, it would be it would be arrogant of you, purely arrogant of you, to want to fight against tights. Why do I say that? Because tights 
is not a law. Tight is the way of God. Write that. Tight is not a law, it's a way of God. He gave us his first. So when you are giving him 10%, it's not because he has said, it is because you love him. For God so loved the world, he gave his first. When money comes to you, what you do first, first with it, will determine how your, your finances will be for the rest of your life. So the first person to give tithes was not the Israelites. So before the law came by Moses, there was a man who lived called Abraham. He went, he fought a battle. And when he was coming back, he met a, a priest called Melchizedek. He gave a tent of what he had won. How did Abraham give a tent? No, who taught him to do it? So tight is not even about the law. It, it is a way of God. It is a way of God. So you don't give your tight to be rich. No, you give your tight because you love him. For God so loved the world, he gave his first. So when money comes to you, first thing you do with money. So many people. And today, if you have been borrowing, it must end from today. So many people, and I'm, I'm teaching you this so you learn to stop it. When money comes to you, the first thing that must come to you, who am I? Whose kingdom do I belong to? Where do I submit my money? Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? And let me say this. There is someone I love personally. She's been a consistent giver to the closer family. Her thighs, her everything. And I want to... I, Paul mentioned the name. Eh? I didn't want to mention the name, but let me mention the name. Sabrina. Sabrina has been a consistent giver. I don't have access to the account, but I know this. Marisa, if Marisa, Marisa has access to the account, but I know this. She has been a consistent giver. She gives her tight. She gives her seed. We don't give because we have plenty. No, we give because we love. So the law of the first, the first, the first. When money comes to you, what is the first thought that comes to you? Is it good to save? Come on. You have to save. But remember who you love. Remember who said you are his. God said you are his. Remember whose kingdom you are. So the first, the first, his kingdom. Are you all with me? Are you all with me? So what does the first mean? The first means foundation. The first means a foundation. Oh, what a message it has been. Hasn't God blessed us today by his word? Hasn't he? Hasn't he? Amazing. 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 Should we continue on the switch? Yes, please. Yeah, we continue yes. on the switch. But let me end well. Let me let me land the plane very well, so that we from next week when we are taking off, we take off from where we landed. You see, oh man, that my life is glorious. Say that about yourself. My life is glorious. God beautifies my life. The beauty of God is upon my life. So it's about the first. It's about the first. I I told you. I told you. I told you. 
the reason why the bible said remember your creator in your youthful days is because these are the first days or the first years of your life god wants the first in as much as god you know you can be 60 and now getting born again god can use you but he can't do much with you but as 19 20 21 22 years you are right now maybe you are 23 20 whatever age you are right now 24 25 you know you can I mean, you are not a kid, but you know, but you give God, you are giving God your first. That is the best years of your life. You don't want to chill, quote unquote, with the big boys today and ignore God and want to, you know, chill with God later on. No, God wants to start with you from the first, the youthful age. Are you with me? Are you with me? So today, I've taught you this and don't forget the first the first the king in the kingdom we are in what you do first matters so from today the first thing you do in the morning always check when money comes to you the first thought that comes to you the thoughts that comes to you to do with money what you do first when you get to class what do you do first when you are going out what do you do first let me tell you something for about four years now, four years now, consistently by the help of the Holy Spirit, every single time before I step out of my room, I kneel down in front of my room like this and pray before. I kneel down before, regardless of the clothes I'm wearing. One day I was wearing something beautiful, but I knelt down with it. I knelt down with it. First, what do you do first before you step out? First. So from today, what you are going to put to check in your life, write this. This is the take home. This is the take home message of your life today. What you are going to do is that you are going to always check what you do first with whatever privileges you have. So with your money, what do I do first? With your time, when you wake up in the morning, what do I do first? What do you do first? You know, I, I was doing it, but for some reasons I stopped. I didn't stop. I wasn't consistent. Let me be honest. I wasn't consistent. But you know, God gave me cancer recently. So we trust by his help, we start again. For a very long time, the first 15 minutes of every morning, my morning, not your morning, my morning, when I wake up in the morning, the first 15 minutes, I pray. Speaking tongues on my bed. Sometimes I'll be speaking in tongues. Bye. Still standing. Still standing. You see what you do first. Then don't be in a hurry after you finish praying. Make sure you hear. Oh, I didn't get there. Okay, let me. Speak it <laughs> So as you you pray, you give God the first hours mm. or the first minutes of your day. The second thing to do is that make sure you hear you hear make sure you hear how do you hear when you finish praying just lie down get a notebook some of you your phone don't turn on your wi-fi or your data yet no as you lie on your bed you open the notes you see the iphone has notes right they have notes you open the notes when you open the notes then you begin to write down just lie down whatever comes to you write it down it can be a scripture it can be a thought it can be what to do. 
you are going to have a fruitful life when you begin to practice this. Are you with me? So begin to practice it. What I've shared with you, this last one, practice it. Knock. Knock. When you wake up in the morning, every morning from today, the first 10 minutes of your day, speak in tongues. What did I say? I should speak in tongues. The first 10 minutes of your day. First 10 minutes of your day. First 10 minutes. And some of you, me, sometimes I have to wake up and go to work and all of that. Even when, you know, make sure you, that's the reason why you have to make sure you wake up early. You set an alarm to wake you up early. The first minutes of your day, first, be careful what you do with it. Lift up your hands. And I spoke to you about your money too as well. Lift up your hands. Begin to thank God for his word today. Oh, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you.